0: Last Sunday, we thank the Lord for the message of Brother Sam that he has shared to us. He focused on the identity of Jesus Christ. He focuses that Jesus is the Son of God and how it impacts our lives as a disciple. Sam concluded his sermon with this quote. He said, An encounter with Jesus, the Son of God, is a life-changing event that will joyfully compel us to follow Him. It's a life-changing; it will have an impact. You have seen people' lives change 180 degrees because of how the Lord has touched their life. You know, I live in Ponggol, a lot of construction site do each time my truck, you can sense the darating sha. Kaya iwas lang, and I know when the Lord touched your heart, that God have changed you. It's a life-changing event that you cannot say that it's not that you cannot say there's nothing in it, but there is a way when the Lord will touch your life and transform you, and it calls us to follow Him. And as we continue with our team of discipleship today, we will focus on one element that's of great importance if we desire to grow in our discipleship journey, and that is faith. mo mo, faith. I firmly believe that our discipleship journey is a life living in faith in the Lord. We have to grow. The more we become like Jesus, we will grow deeper in our faith, in obedience to God. Clearly, the scripture says here in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, For we walk by faith and not by sight. And if you look at Hebrews chapter 11, we see various character there on how they have lived by faith. The heroes of faith have been in translation that these Hebrews 11 are the names of people who have people that God, that they have walked and lived by faith. And in verse 6, it stays here. For without faith it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists. That, and that he rewards those who seek him. Therefore, faith is so important. Faith that is growing in God. is a clear evidence that we are growing in our discipleship. One of the evidence. If you're growing... In discipleship, in your walk with the Lord, it is also seen in the way you live your life. You live in faith. Today we will look once again in the book of Mark on how Jesus progressively rebuild himself as the son of God to his disciples. And from that knowledge of who he is as the son of God, we notice how the disciples' faith is being cultivated. Change and grow because they realize that this, this man is not just a man, but he's the son of God. And we'll be reading from Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41. And many of us are familiar with the story. And I've entitled this sermon, Faith Over Fear, A Disciples' Faith Journey. I invite all of us to stand as we give reverence to the reading of God's word. Mark chapter 4 Verse 35 to 41, let's read. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was, and other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stirred asleep on a cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he woke and rebuked the wind and the sea and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey Him? Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this afternoon. ay sama-sama. Even those, Lord, who are joining us by online, we thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness in our life that we are having this opportunity to study your word. I pray, Lord, that your, you would speak to our hearts and minds and we ask for your holy spirit to move mightily in our midst O god because it's your holy spirit our great teacher that will help us understand your word in a clear in a powerful way so panginoon kailangan po namin kayo nakayo po ang magturo sa amin sa araw na ito and as we learn your word i pray that we will grow deep in our faith and follow you faithfully And I pray, oh God, that you will just revive us, change us perspective, and may we go deeper in our walk with you. So we surrender this afternoon to you. Quicken our mind and our heart as we listen to your voice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You know, if you would trace from the beginning of the book of Mark until the text that we have read. Only a handful of people recognize who Jesus is. If you read from Mark 1 until Mark 4, only a few people knew who Jesus is. Because this is the early stage of Jesus' ministry. And people are still trying to figure out who is this man? Who is this person? Some people were amazed. Many were amazed because of the authority that he had when he teaches. Some people were amazed because of the miracle that Jesus is doing. But in this early stage of His ministry, people is wondering who is this person? Who is this man who is healing the sick? Who is healing those various diseases? Who is casting out demons? They're figuring out who is this. And interestingly, those people who knew that He is the Son of God, one of them, of course, John the Baptist. And you know who are the rest? Mga demon poses. Those who had unclean spirit. They are the one who recognized. Look at this. In Mark chapter 1 verse 34, it says, And he healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he would not be permit the demons to speak because they knew him. Many people follow him, but only this group of people knew who, who really is, except John the Baptist. Then in chapter 3, we see Jesus went up to the mountain, he prayed, and then after that he appointed the 12 disciples. In verse, chapter 3, verse 14, and we read there, and he appointed the 12 whom he also called apostles so that they might be with him and he might send them out to preach we must remember that these 12 disciples these 12 disciples that was chosen by Jesus were untrained untrained in religious matters they are spiritually naive unlike the teachers of the law who were learned pero eto mga task one task collector fisherman they were not trained in the religious things. They are spiritually naive. And it is possible, and it's possible when they see Jesus, they might look at Him as a teacher, they might look at Him as a master, or probably a prophet. Probably, they might not even consider Him at this point, I said at this point, as a son of God. Nakakita niya, pero hindi pa they are still figuring out. Who this Jesus is. That's why if you read chapter 4 and to chapter 6, these stories are all connected. After he have called the disciples, after he taught them, you read that in chapter 5, the parables. Then in in chapter 4, the parables. And then these 4, 5, 6. Jesus allowed them to experience his power and miracle. Notice how Jesus displayed His divine attribute by exercising miracles sunod sunod. And now, first we have read this in chapter four. Jesus calmed the storm. Who can calm the storm? Only God does. And then in chapter five, He healed the demon possessed. If you read that text, the demon possessed na takot pang asila, eh, kasi nakita ni nanilas si Jesus katapisin demon possessed, Nabasa nyo? and you were afraid now who can only do that the Son of God and again he healed the woman who have discharged for many years she's trying to find ways to be healed but she couldn't find a ways only Jesus can heal her and lastly he says here in chapter 5 he raised the dead girl now in the early stage the disciple knew this Jesus as a great teacher as a master but now Jesus is revealing his true identity that he's more than just a prophet he's more than a master more than a teacher but he is the son of God kaya ngayon tingnan mo those journey that they will experience I don't know what they will be in their mind I'm just imagine you're one of disciples biglang tigil ulan nawala ang ulan anong gagawin mo Masasak ka. Baka may Facebook yung mo agad, eh. mo agad. You, you, Let's just imagine what's happening. If you read the text, the response of people are different. Some of them believe, some of them were still unbelief. But let's look at the disciple. Because he's revealing himself that he is the son of God to, this, to his disciple. Because they have a duty. They need to live in faith. They need to walk in faith. And they have to reveal that who he really is. He showed them that he can control the nature. He showed them that he's sovereign over the demonic forces. He showed them that he can heal even the untreatable. He showed them that he is sovereign over death. With all this event, it unveils to the disciple that he is truly the son of God now if you read the text after going through this that's when Jesus sent them by two to minister and because they realize that Jesus is the son of God they respond what Jesus is trying to train them and teach them is for them to have faith Mark chapter 5, verse 36 says here, Do not fear, only believe. He's teaching them how to live by faith in Him. And the same message to all of us is God is calling us to live by faith. Now let's look at the narrative that we are reading and observe how Jesus revealed Himself. Now in in our text, I want to go a, a few verses before they went to the boat. He says there with many such parables, he spoke the word to them, and they were able to hear it. And he did not speak to them without a parable, but he privately, to his to his own disciple, he explained everything. And then that's the verse that we read, verse 35. On that day when ev- and when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across to the other side. At first, Jesus was teaching them privately. Teaching them the truth. Teaching the way of the kingdom of God. That's why you read the parable in chapter 4. He's explaining everything what he has taught. But after teaching them, after teaching them, then he proceed on instructing them of what to do. He teach them and he tell them what to do. Now, this is important for us to realize. It is one thing to hear and to know God's teaching, but it's another thing to really live out and follow His command. Do you agree? It is one thing to hear. It is one thing to just simply listen, but it's another thing to follow and obey His command. Pwedeng marami kang alam. But not necessarily that you're living enough. The scripture said, be doers of His word. And here you see the transition. Jesus was teaching and then He said, go to the other side. And this leads me to the first point. The first point is our faith in Christ develops as we obey His word. Obey, not just listen, but obey His instruction. Obey His command. Obey what He says to us. You see, their willingness to follow Him is in an act of obedience and also their faith in Him is an act of trusting their Master. Take note, they did not just listen to His teaching, but He walked closely with Him. He walked closely. Many of them are just listening but it's another thing to be listening and following Jesus. Now let's look at the text. And how the disciples were instructed. He says there, on that day when the evening had come, he said to them, let us go across to the other side. And, the, and leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat just as he was. And other boats were with him. Look closely in the text. You know there are so many reasons for the disciple not to go. There's a few reasons. Once is evening time. Siyunon tatawag sa evening. You know who will do that? You na go overtime. Ang go overtime, ay fisherman lang. They normally would do it at night time. Pero may kasama silang tax collector. May kaba pa sang iba. It's evening time. See, the disciples can argue to and tell Jesus, Jesus, gabina, pagudka na. Wagna. Wagna time to wait, Pahinga kana. At the same time, not there's another reason there's already a crowd. Why would you go to the other side when there is already a crowd here? Okay na, contento na tayo. Maraming, marami pang may sakit. Marami pang pwedeng ministran. Bakit pa tayo pupunta doon sa kabila? You know, if I were the one of the disciple that time, kung kung BFF ko siya, lalapitan ko siya, Lord, mukha namang pagod ka na. Pwede bang mo na tayo? Pagod na rin ako eh. Gabi na. It's... Anong gabi sa inyo? Iba, sabi na, iba sa kanila, 6 o'clock. Sabi nga, gabi sa kanila, 10. Ano na, evening, 6 o'clock na, 7. Pahinga na tayo. Magluluto na ako. Pwede bang huwag na tayong mag-across? Why would we go across? It's evening time, Lord. Siyempre, mga fisherman no problem. But yung the rest, yung tax collector, pagkakulag na ng pera niyan, uwi na yun eh. Ganun ang pattern ng life sa kanila but some of them have its nature but this evening he said if i were one of them if i were one of the if i were the, the tax collector sabing ko ay peter peter magna pagod na ako by the way dami naman nitong crowd bakit pa tayo pupunta sa kabila ano ba nyo sa maganda, maganda ba Sinto sintosa dun? hindi naman sintosa dun eh mas maganda dito botanic <laughs> But are we going to botanic is fine by the way Lord I'm contented of listening to your teaching so don't invite me just just go I'm, I'm okay here in the shore I'm okay here in the shore I would love to listen to your teaching but telling me to go into the boat and go and join you and cross the sea and go to the other side that would be running in my mind. But you know, Jesus has another plan. He told them to go to the other side. Now, as a disciple of Christ, we ought to have an active faith. Not just an intellectual faith, but a willingness to hear and obey His instruction. Now, look at this how the disciple responded. They followed him. They went into the boat. They went to the sea, because you know you want to follow Jesus. If you want to really follow Jesus and go deep in your discipleship, you have to follow Jesus in His own terms and not in our own terms. When you sign contracts, may mga terms yan Ano horas and day of ko? How many days of four times a week? Ayan ang terms ko. Kung ayaw mo di hindi, Bahala ka, hanap akong ibang employer. Oh, you have terms in God. Co- now sometimes we want to dictate what God wants for us in our life. We want to follow Him in, in our own term, not His own term. Sometimes we follow in that way. You know, we want to follow Jesus in His own terms, not in our own preferences, not in our own feeling. Kung gusto ko lang mag-serve, dun ako mag-serve. Kung ayaw ko mag-serve, na ako mag-serve. Kung ayaw ko mag-church, kasi nandun yung aking... Ewan? Ayaw ko mag-church. You follow God in His own terms. Hindi mo sasabihin, Lord, malamig. Evening, nalimutan ko yung aking show. You cannot do that. You follow him. If he says. It's not based on earthly wisdom. You have to come to the Lord. Lord come. Teach me. And Jesus, God promised. That he will give you freely wisdom. And it's also not in our own timing. His timing. And his wants. You see following Jesus. It's an act of faith, of just surrendering your life and said, Lord, I'll follow you in your own terms, in your own timing, in your own purpose. Let us ask ourselves today, what is God asking you to do? What is God telling you to do? What is God saying, telling you, all right, step out now, Anak, step out now, follow me, Cross cross the sea. Come on, Anak, go. Enter, enter. Wakalangjan sa shore. Wag ka lang makinig. Enter, pasok sa boat. Pasok. What is the Lord telling you today? Those who are online, what is God teaching you today? What is God asking you in your heart? Is He God asking you to come out from your comfort zone? You know, the two years that we in the pandemic, we have uh, we have gained certain pattern of like, naging comfortable. Is it God asking you to step out from your comfort zone? stop thinking of just being pandemic. the Lord is there what is the Lord asking you to do what is the Lord asking you to go to the other side is He asking you to step out of your comfort zone is He asking you to serve the church is God asking you to be part of your ministry is God asking you to reach out to a workmate to your employer is God asking you to be part and be to be a leader in your care group is God asking you to be a disciple? Is it God asking you to bless the church back sa Pilipinas? Is God asking you to stop your work and just seek His face? I cannot dictate what you need to do. But what I'm calling you is to, for all of us, to listen to what He's saying to each one of us and follow His word. To follow not in our own terms but his terms his ways his timings because if for us to grow in discipleship we have to come to the lord and follow him in his terms you know i sincerely pray that we will not be contented of just staying at the shore and listening But may the Holy Spirit speak to all of us that instead of just staying there, when the Lord said, move out, step into the boat and cross, may we have that empowerment of the Spirit of God that we may go into the boat and follow where Jesus is leading us today. I pray that God will grant us His grace and His empowerment for us to into the boat and go to the outside firstly our faith in Christ develops as we obey his word and secondly our faith in Christ is tested will be tested and purified you know before the calming of the storm the disciples were following him quietly Basahimo, chapter 1 to 4, and the challenges they were facing. You see, the disciples were, everything have no problem. You know what is their problem? The time, the disciple dalawa lang naman eh? Big crowd and the teachers of the law. When they were following Jesus, everything was smooth in the early, earlier chapter. They were able to manage the problem well. Madalingi manage ang crowd. Madaling i-manage and parasy. Madali naman yon. pwedeng i-handle pa yan. So to the disciple following Jesus at that point was good and fine. Sabi mo sa atin mo, good and fine. It was easy. It was easy. So when they entered the boat, probably they thought that it was a not it will be nice and easy. Probably it's okay. It's natural. Parang wala namang issue. Nandito na yung master natin. So let's just go in. Now as they set sail, back in their mind, they thought it would be everything is okay. And they never expected a great storm would come. Let's read in 37, 38. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat so that the boat was already feeling, But he was, that's Jesus in the stern, asleep at the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing. See, the author described that it's not a common storm, but a furious one. That the wind was strong to the point that water started to come into the boat. Kaya nagpanik, even yung experienced fisherman panic Kung expert na yan, nagpanic pa. Magpanic ka na rin. Nagpanik yung mga fisherman. They were starting to be afraid. You read that in verse 40, they were afraid. All the initial reaction was fear because it was the first time that this is the first time that they can never control the situation. This is the first time that they can never control the weather. They can control the crowd. They can control the Pharisees and how they will respond. But now you're in the boat. Can you control it? They cannot control it. They cannot manage it. And they became desperate. If you look at all those verses. there's chapter four, five, six, one One common response of people. Those people. Desperation. They were desperate. And here you see the disciples were desperate. Because they were afraid. However, with all the disciples' fearful commotion, with all the strong winds and water entering into the boat, you know what Jesus was doing? He was, ng tulong. Parang kinantahan, La-la-la-la-la-la-la. la 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 Jesus was sleeping. He was calm. He was restful. He was not fretting. I was pondering on this. Why won't He wake up? why won't he wake up you know what it was a mentoring moment because jesus was teaching his disciple on how to trust god in the midst of storm it was a mentoring moment on how to respond in the midst of storm jesus is teaching them how to be still before the lord before God the Father, how to lie down and not be afraid? Katulad dito sa Job, you will lie down and none will make you afraid. In Psalms three verse five, I lay down and slept; I woke up again for the Lord to sustain me. You know Jesus is teaching them how to be still, how to be calm in the midst of storm. I believe a moment of storms in our life is a very crucial moment because it refines it purifies our faith we go deeper in knowing Him, it purifies us it changes us, we have a deeper perspective of who God is ni Peter and he wrote in 1 Peter 1 chapter 6, he says here for this you rejoice though now for a little while if necessary, you have been grieved you see, they were grieved by various trials so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold. That you've been refined as you go to that storm, as you go to that hardship, as they go to the trial. It's an opportunity to learn to trust God and that your faith will be solidified. You see, not only did the storm of life test and purify our faith, but it also reveals our relationship and understanding of who Jesus is in our lives. Look at how they questioned Jesus. How? They said this Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? I think hindi bulong yun. Baka palasig, baka sigaw. Malakas. Sino nakasakay na dati ng ganyan na barko or ano, tapos ginaganyan? Nakasakay na kayo? Nakatakot? Nakatakot. I remember my mom, she, she went to Pul- 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 Pulilio Island. And that Pulilio Island, And she went there and she was returning back to Quezon Province, Infanta. She took a boat. And when she was returning, she told me that she was so afraid. Because the ah, waves, three meters high. Three meters high. And she was crying to the Lord, Lord, I ang to kung anak. son's <laughs> eh, She was praying. They asked Jesus, they said, I don't think they were saying it in a very calm way. Probably they were saying it in a stern way. Probably they were saying, Teacher, do you not care that we are dying? You know, instead of waking him up in a nice and humble way, he said, Teacher, help us, or Teacher, we are drowning, or Teacher, there is a storm. Instead of a humble plea, they were accusing Jesus, Do you not care? Do you not care, Lord? Na ganito na ang buhay ko. Do you not care, Lord? I'm suffering. Do you not care, Lord? Are you not concerned that I'm suffering right now? That you are you have not have not shown you lack concern and sympathy. Pag sa Tagalog, maganda, mas maganda. Wala ka bang pakialam, Panginoon? Hirap na hirap na ako sa buhay na 'to, parang drama. I'm not sure if you have Cry that in your heart. Maybe some of you, well I did. When my mom was passing out, I said, Lord why, why I'm serving you? Why are you making it hard for us? You can just answer and heal my mom, but why? That's what's in my heart. You know this statement of the, the disciples exposes how much they truly trust God. And also exposes on how much they have forgotten that inside the boat was Jesus Himself. They have forgotten that Jesus was with them, that Jesus has never left them, that they are in the same boat, that Jesus is the one who invited them to go inside the boat. They have forgotten that the presence of God is with them. There are times, brothers and sisters, that the storm will come into our life. It will purify us. But remember to trust Him. Remember that His promise that He will never leave us and never forsake us. When storm comes to our life, let humility come. And just come to the Lord say, Lord. Purify my faith. And strengthen it. And open my eyes and my heart to know that you are with me. Every single time when I'm in this storm. Every single time of my life. When I was studying this book of Mark. The original audience of this letter. Were having a hard time. In 64 AD. After Jesus' resurrection the Christian church, the church was suffering. King Nero was was persecuting them violently. So yung first audience ng letter na ito, that letter of Mark Reminding them that the storm, that despite of the storms, Jesus is still with them, it brings comfort in the heart. Why? Because the time, the early church, when this letter was written, was to encourage them. What were they experiencing? They were thrown to the beasts. They were nailed to the crosses. They were set fire. That was what happening to the early church. When this letter was written, this is the first audience, original audience of that letter of Mark. To remind them, even though you are going to this hardship, because even though you are faithful in your in following me, remember that I am with you. You see, the message of Mark, you will see that there are many times it mentioned about suffering. Because the purpose of that is this, to bring that message of comfort encourage, to counsel the Christian who are suffering. I don't know what you're going through. You are faithful in following Jesus. You have stepped into the boat and yet you're still going to storm. Remember, the Lord is with you in that boat. Always remember, yes, following Jesus will not be easy. But remember, He's always with us in the boat. You know, there's a song that they taught me when I was young. I was trying to practice yung hand signal. Etong awit na to. With Christ in my vessel, we can smile at the storm. Smile at the storm. Smile at the storm. With Christ in the vessel, we can smile at the storm. And sweet sailing home. Alam Sailing, I'm sailing. Sailing, I'm sailing. With Christ in the vessel, we can smile at the storm. A sea to save me home. When you are going through tough times, you are not alone in that boat. He had called you in, and he is there with you. He is there with you. First, our faith in Christ develops as we obey his word. Our faith in Christ will be tested and purified. Lastly, our faith in Christ deepened as he revealed more of himself. As he revealed more of himself. In verse 39, 41, you see how Jesus revealed himself. it shows that Jesus is the Son of God, by, that, he's the, that He has a divine power to stop the storm and rebuke the wind. He was able to control the weather in an instant. You know who can only do that? Not the teachers of the law, not any master. It is only God can change it. Only God can control the weather. Jesus was revealing Himself at this point that He is the Son of God with His great and mighty act. No wonder the response of the disciples were what? With great fear. Now, if you look at the meaning of great fear here, the embarrassed definition, one expression of fear is you were, were seized with alarm. big was on the shock. One expression of this fear is you're stuck with amazement. Another word of this fear is reverence and awe. When they saw what Jesus did, yes, they have filled in their heart, they will become fearful, but they, at the same time, the sense of reverence. And all, oh, and because they recognize that this person is more than a master or a teacher, but truly, the Son of God. Kau kaya, dun sa boat na yun, masyasyak ka din. I tell you, ako masyasyak din biglang nawala yung ulan. I remember when I went to Mindanao for mission, sa Cebu for mission trip. And we have a pastor there who join us. Side story lang toha. ha. Chika lang tayo muna. So this, we were there and at Cebu and we were, it's already, because that morning, it's Sunday mor- Saturday morning, we have to go house to house. Sabundok ang bahay, malalayo eh. It's raining heavily and then it's around 4 a.m., about 3 to 4 a.m. It started to pour out rain, ang lakas ng ulan kasama namin yung pastor dun sa doon sa simbahan tutulog kami kapagod na pagod kasi nag-travel kami nang uh, four hours tutulog kami biglang may sumigaw in Jesus name <laughs> <laughs> nagugulat kami yung pastor nandoon nagtutpray he said Lord and just praying he was just praying he said wow what a faith and truly behold na wala ng ulan Kunti-kunti lang. Hindi nagsisa Hindi naman siya si Jesus eh. Kunti lang. Ang ulan. But I was amazed. But how about Jesus? If there He said, cease and everything become The word is calm. Calm. They were struck. They were in awe of what Jesus did. But you know what? There's another character of Jesus that was implicitly described in this narrative. That we often forgot or neglect to observe. Not only He has a divine power, but you know what? He also has a divine mercy. Because despite of the disciples' faithlessness... Despite of their failure to trust him, despite of their of them accusing him, Jesus still comes. The storm. Jesus still confronted them and addressed their faithlessness. Then, if you read on, Jesus still journey with them. Hindi linaglag sila sa bus. Kung ako sige, lagut ka tapo Kasama even though they were faithless at that point they were so afraid yet this jesus showed mercy towards them and still led them kahit bumagsak sila sa first test probably to in first alam mo yung surprise test ang tawag doon biglang may surprise test Sinong gusto ng surprise test dito alam mo yung surprise papasok ko lang sa classroom may test agad one-port paper. Quiz. Quiz. Titingnan mo kung sino nga. Who won those tests? No one liked those tests. But in this test, you know, in this test, the disciples failed. The disciples failed, but yet, God showed His mercy. Jesus showed His mercy towards them. And still invite them. To join with them. Kaya pagbasahin on how Jesus showed himself more and more to them. They begin to cultivate that faith. Because they know that this Jesus is all powerful. But at the same time, he's so merciful. Philippians 1, chapter 1, verse 6. I'm sure of this. That he who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. When was the last time you failed God? When was the last time when God is when God is telling you to step out in your faith but yet you responded with emotion? When was the last time He said, you know anak, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ayoko Lord, nahiya ako. Ayoko mag sa ushering baka ang ipin ko. When was the last time Bakit na sabing ng ipin? <laughs> <laughs> San tulang <nawara> momentum. <laughs> there are times we will fail God. God telling us this, yet we do the other way. God asks us to surrender, yet we go the other way. God asks us to apply for this, yet we don't want. We want a comfortable path. The Lord asks us to be strengthened, yet we respond in afraid. Peter failed, Thomas doubted, the list goes on. Abraham lied in the Hebrews of faith. All of them were not perfect, yet the Lord out of His mercy has kept them, continue on. There will be moments in our life that we will fail, God. But stand up. Continue to follow Him. Because He's so merciful to restore you back again. We look at His power. We saw His power. But we also saw His love and mercy. As I conclude... We all desire to grow in our discipleship, in our walk with the Lord. And it requires faith. Our faith in Christ develops as we obey His Word. Our faith in Christ will be tested. It will be purified. Our faith in Christ deepens as He reveals more of Himself. As I call upon the worship team, No, last Sunday, we have our AGM. We thank the Lord for the time we have. We natin magkakasama, sama-sama tayo dito. We have our AGM. And I concluded the, the pastoral report with a challenge. There's a burning thing in my heart personally, and also for the church. And I wrote in my report this statement. This year, 2022, we will be TLWF's silver founding anniversary. Let us remember and remain faithful to God's calling upon this church. Constantly discerning his leading and task for us. Let us grow deeper in our our discipleship journey. And then I add this statement. Let us take risk for Jesus. Walk in faith. And be courageous to follow the master's way. To take risks. One time I and Pastor Ray were, invite, were interviewed by one of our, a Bible school student. And they asked us both, I and Pastor Ray. He Pastor, if everything the church has. If you have all the resources, all the manpower, all the workers. You have everything. What thing that you want to change. Is just name one thing you want to change and that pastor that student asked me with that question is it what is one thing you want to change if you have everything in the church and i was namang ano ko swimming pool di what one thing you want to change and that question lingered in my heart and i was even the following week i have a uh, Uh, interview with the AG AG board for my licensing. In interview, it's a panel. And they asked me about this. They asked me, do you believe in spiritual gifts? Yes, I believe in spiritual gifts. But one thing is clear is this, which is connected to that question. If everything I have, if everything we have, one thing I want to change is this. My praise, that living word will walk in faith and will take risks. Not just the church, but personally. We have learned how to manage our spiritual life. But it's another thing to really walk out and walk and be led by God, but led by the spirit. We have learned, I tell to the, to the AG who's interviewing me. We have learned, we have taught the next generation how to manage church, but we have not taught them how to walk in faith and to live by faith and to really go there and take risks. The Church Living Word Fellowship is 25 years old now. We started with nothing. With nothing. And now we are here, we have everything what is stopping us to take the risks. Now look at you. You started with nothing. We started with nothing. Ilan sapus niyo? Many of us has more than enough. But what is stopping us is said, Lord. I want to step out in faith. I want to step out in faith because I want to experience your power and might. I'm not contented of just managing my spiritual life, but I want more of you. If you want more of God, then come out, step out in faith and experience His might and power behind your eyes. That was lingering in my heart. Lingering in my heart. And I believe the Lord has called each one of you a dream, a vision in the past. When your God called you probably to minister. To minister to people. To be of use of God. But you become comfortable. But we thank God for His grace and mercy. Because He can restore our faithlessness. And be of for His glory and might. Remember this, brothers and sisters. If we want to go deep in the discipleship, we are to walk by faith and not by sight. Let us pray. Lord, salamat for this day that you have brought us here. We desire to know you. We desire to experience you more. But you call us, Lord, step out to follow you not just to learn about you not just to hear about you but Lord I pray from that learning and hearing of you, your teaching may it be transformed in a life that's obedience to you. I pray oh God that your church this church that each one of us every family Lord we will live by faith and not by sight that we were not just merely listeners but doers of your word oh God help us as we go deeper in our discipleship journey we pray that you would revive our faith in you open our eyes to see that you are saviour the Son of God, who is powerful, at the same time merciful. Salamat, Panginoon. Hallelujah. Let's all stand. In a posture of prayer, I would like to pray for a group of people. First group. As our eyes are closed and bow down. First group, I would like to pray for those who God's touching your heart and telling you to step out and go into the boat. I don't know the situation that you're in, but the Lord is telling you to step out in faith, to follow in His terms. If that you? Let me pray for you. Lord, I pray for any one of us who are struggling right now. We have been comfortable with our Christian walk. But yet, Lord, you are calling us. Calling us for a deeper, deeper faith. Deeper walk with you and knowing You. I pray, Lord, if anyone who is struggling to follow You, I pray, oh God, that You will empower them with Your Spirit. That You will fill them, Lord, with Your love. That You will fill them, Lord, with Your power so that they may obey what You want them to do. They might not understand it, Lord, but we know, God, it is You that would work in them. They might see the limitation of their life. They might see the challenges that lies ahead. That's an uncertainty. Yet, Lord, we know if You call us to step into the boat, You will be there. Lord, help those who are struggling in their faith. Likewise, Lord, those who are praying. The second group of people I pray for are those who are facing storms in the life. Yes, you're following Him. But yet there are so much challenges that you, trials that 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 suddenly caught you. If it's that you, let me pray for you. Lord, you see those hearts who are struggling in the midst of storm. But Lord, I pray as they would go through this storm, it is you that will calm their hearts. I pray, oh God, that you remind them, remind each one of us that you are with us, that your presence is with us. Salamat. For we know that you will never leave us nor forsake us. Oh God. Last day I would like to pray for those who have been living. who thought or feel that they have failed God, have not walked in faith, have not pursued his will in their life, or feel guilty of not just following him with whole heart, who is living in fear and afraid, if it's that you I just pray that God's love will restore you. That He will cover you with His presence. That that guilt will be removed as you come and lay it before the Lord. He's inviting you to continue on with the journey of faith with Him. And to experience His love. Lord, salamat that we are here today. I pray that you develop that faith, the Christ-centered faith. Not my own, but you, building it in our hearts. Salamat, pag Hallelujah. Let's raise our hands and, Lord. to draw near to you. We promise, Lord, if we seek you with all our heart, we will find you. Salamat, Panginoon, that you are calling us to walk by faith and not by sight. And Lord, we anchor our life in you alone. Salamat, Panginoon. Let's just receive the benediction now to Him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us. To Him, glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Lord, we thank You for this day that You have brought us together. And may we experience Your power and Your might as we face this brand new weekend. Remind us, Lord, to walk by faith and not by sight. In, we give all the glory to Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise God. You may be seated. Thank you for those who have joining us in uh, YouTube, in Facebook. Hopefully you can join us here in person in our worship service. See you again next Sunday. God bless everyone.